Welcome to the Yoga Inspired Life Podcast. I'm your host, Shayla Quinn, and together we'll go on a journey of self-discovery as we explore all of the inner workings of what it means to live an inspired life. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real, authentic deep dives into all things yoga, wellness, self-love, mindfulness, and everything in between. If you're ready to get inspired, learn, grow, evolve, to connect, and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. I am beyond excited that you're here, so let's dive in. Hi, babe. Welcome back. Wow, wow, wow. I think I mentioned this in the intro for last week's episode, but wow, I have been struggling to get back into work mode after my trip to Palm Springs. I mean, the last couple of days have honestly been better, but the first few days home, I was so exhausted and tired and just felt so blah. I wasn't feeling necessarily depressed, but I just felt physically exhausted and energetically just drained and just super low energy. And my trip is really fun. It was relaxing. I had hoped to not work at all the whole time, but I did work a little bit. But honestly, I mean, I was only gone for like four days, but it took me four days to surrender to rest. And then by the fourth day, the day I was supposed to go home, I was like, wait, I'm ready to relax now. Oh, anyway, it was such a nice trip. It went by too quickly. I am happy to be back in LA, but I thought that I would get back and feel energized and ready to work and ready to go and hustle and grind. And I just wasn't. I just really wasn't. I was not in the vibe and I'm still not truly there. And it's not that I'm not enjoying what I'm doing or that I don't feel fulfilled by what I'm doing, but I've just felt this layer of tiredness that I think goes a lot deeper than just getting enough sleep or taking a few days off break. I think it's like an overall lifestyle shift that needs to happen. And I shared about feeling tired post-trip on my Instagram story a little bit, and I was actually really shocked at how many people responded saying that they felt the same way. And it was just a good reminder that if and when I'm going through something, there's usually a good chance that at least one person in my community is experiencing the same thing. So I feel like this is just a good opportunity for us to chat about motivation, energy, slowing down, feminine energy, and the powerful benefits of honoring how you're feeling. And just kind of have like a casual heart-to-heart chat about all of these things because I know I'm not alone in this. And, you know, I think the need to be chronically busy and manically do all the time can be a result of many different things. But as I explore my own ways of being, which I've been doing a lot lately, I'm realizing more and more that my own personal need to be chronically busy and manically doing all the time is rooted in this limiting belief that I clearly am still holding on to that life has to be a struggle, that I have to work really, really, really hard, that my worth is defined by how much I can get done in a day. And I'm also seeing as I dig even deeper that I think that the need to be chronically busy and manically do is really a trauma response and a coping mechanism that I've adopted. 
Now, I'm not going to speak on behalf of everyone that feels like they're finding themselves in this need to be chronically busy and manically do, but I just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about my experience and possibly somebody else resonates with it and can gain some clarity on this because if you are like me, we've got to change this, girlfriend. We've got to change this. This is not a way to live. Life is not meant to be a struggle. We don't have to work incredibly hard to the point where we can't even keep our eyes open. Like, that's just not a vibe. I'm not into it. And I will say that I am turning 32 in a month. And not that my age has anything to do with it, but the amount of time that I've been in this body in this lifetime, I'm learning that I think that I'm shifting into a new season of my life. I'm not ready to retire. You know, but I am shifting into this new season of life where I'm really understanding the value of rest, the value of slowing down, and shifting into a state of receiving and really leaning into my feminine energy is becoming more and more appealing. And when I say slowing down, I don't necessarily mean doing less or making less or not moving forward or being stagnant, but more so the energy in which you're doing things from and the way in which you're doing it. If you're doing a lot and it's filling you up and you're feeling energized, then amazing. Keep doing, right? Like I said, we all are experiencing different seasons of life. Some seasons are for hustling. Some seasons are for doing a little bit less. I'm really more so speaking to those that are doing a lot and are feeling drained and doing it all from a misaligned place. Maybe the things that you're doing are not necessarily misaligned, but the way in which you're approaching it is not in alignment. And I think that this comes down to your belief system. And I think that if you think life has to be hard, if you think that you have to constantly struggle, if you think that the only way to move forward or to make more money or to progress in your career is to grind and hustle 24-7, then that's going to be your reality. And that has been the way that I've lived most of my life and I'm just not down with it anymore. You know, it's interesting because it's no secret that I am a get shit done kind of person. Like I really do love being productive and getting things done. I am rarely bored. (laughs) Like I don't, I can't remember the last time I was bored and I've always been like that. And I don't just like to be busy or be occupied, but I really like to be productive. And so with that can come a lot of pressure to always be moving forward. I've learned to put pressure on myself because of, we're about to get deep guys, (laughs) probably because of my childhood and the need to like prove myself. But I think that it's also just my personality type. But with that, my masculine and feminine energy can get really out of balance. And I've talked a little bit about this on my YouTube channel as well as on my Instagram. But when I say masculine and feminine energy, I'm not talking about male and female. We all have masculine and feminine energetic qualities within each of us, no matter what gender we identify with. And I'm not an expert on this topic, but masculine energy is more doing energy. It is kind of the hustle and grind energy, the yang energy picture, maybe like a power yoga class. Whereas feminine energy is more yin energy, it's more receiving energy, it's more fertile and abundant and a little bit slower and a little bit more flowy. And in order to experience true balance and fluidity in life, I think that you have to balance out both your masculine and feminine energy. Now, because I am a type A productivity obsessed 
doing, get shit done kind of person, I tend to lean more into my masculine energy. Additionally, I was in a toxic and abusive relationship. My life had become a mess and I really had to step into my masculine energy to not only protect myself from physical abuse and different types of abuse, but I also had to do a lot of work to change my life and save myself living from and being in my masculine energy really became second nature to me. So much so that my femme and masculine energy got really out of balance. And I was going with this somewhere. See, I don't have any notes and I'm just like trailing off. (laughs) Hopefully I'm going to make sense here today. Oh, so what I was going to say is that manifesting in particular does require aligned inspired action, but there is also an element of trust and shifting into a state of receiving. Again, you need both masculine and feminine energy, yin and yang, doing and receiving. And I've noticed in my past that because I am a type A get shit done kind of person, I can find myself in these energetic spaces where it's almost like I'm strangling my desires. I want it to work so bad and I'm just hitting a wall, but I'm like, I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep doing. And why isn't this working? And what do I need to do? Okay, what do I need to do next? Okay, I need to change everything. I need to rethink everything when in reality, in those moments, I need to step back and let go, right? I need to shift out of my masculine energy and recognize that what I really need to do is lean into my feminine energy. And a couple of years ago, this was kind of happening to me in my life and business. I felt like I was hitting a wall. I felt really uninspired. I felt misaligned. I was like, I don't know what's going wrong. I don't know why things aren't moving forward. And while at the time I didn't particularly mean to shift into my feminine energy, I did because I decided to book a trip to Europe and I went to London and Italy and I stepped out of my doing energy, out of my space, my work environment here in LA, and I just took my mind off of things. And it was crazy because I was gone for, I believe, like two or three weeks. And a week and a half in, my inbox was like flooded with incredible opportunities with brands that I was only dreaming of working with previously. And I just thought, wow, that's so crazy. When I was home, before I left for my trip and putting in 150% of my effort and energy and working so, so hard to find some movement in my business, it wasn't happening. But then I stepped away and I let go and then it all came flooding in. And I'm sure that this has happened to me numerous times, but that's just the experience that stands out the most. But it was in that moment that I started to notice like, huh, interesting. I'm, I'm letting go and things are happening. And of course, in this situation, the groundwork had been laid. The doing energy had been done previously, right? But the missing piece was the allowing energy. I had to create space for movement and energetic shifts to occur. And I'm not suggesting that you have to like fly across the world to make things happen, but it's the idea of shifting into a state of allowing and receiving. And this is important to understand, not just in terms of manifesting desires and movement in your business, like the example that I'm giving now, but also in your energy levels and your happiness, right? For things to embody a harmonious energy, we need both the doing and the receiving energy, the yin and yang, the masculine and feminine. That idea of when you feel like you're hitting a wall, instead of pushing forward, maybe that's a sign that it's time to step back and let go and retreat. You know, I've always been the type of person where I'm like, 
I don't take no for an answer. Where there is a will, there is a way. And this is an incredible quality that I'm super proud to have because I never give up. However, this quality has gotten me into trouble in a lot of different ways. A, when I tried to apply it to people and relationships, (laughs) you can't change another person, right? People always ask me, how did you stay in an abusive relationship for so long? And while there are many layers to that answer, one of them is that I don't give up. When I decide I'm going to do something or I decide that something's going to happen, I don't give up. You can't do that with other people. The other way this quality of being has gotten me into trouble is within my work-life balance. This addiction to be chronically busy and manically do. We have to start looking at our energy as currency. I can stand here now chatting with you and think, how could I not understand why I'm so tired? But in the moment, after I've been working for 365 days straight, and I want to work that 366th day, and I'm like, I don't know why I'm so tired. I don't understand what's wrong with me. What's happening? It's like, well, you're tired, girl. Your tank is empty. You know, we as a society have been disillusioned to believe that the only way to get what we want in life is by grinding, hustling, and producing to unhealthy levels, right? Pushing, doing, doing more, doing more faster, getting more. And we've also been inadvertently trained to ignore the signs of burnout and misalignment. And because of this, a lot of us, myself included, are not able to really tap into all of the power that we innately have within us, which actually blocks us from manifesting our desires. I am indeed a get shit done kind of gal, and I truly love doing. I will never stop doing, but there is an equally powerful energetic state that manifesting and living life in a balanced way requires, which is a state of receiving flow and allowing. You know, there's a time and a place for doing. There's a time and a place for taking inspired aligned action. And taking inspired aligned action is a major piece of my manifestation method that I share in the Yoga Inspired Life program. But the trick is to know when it's time to scale back the doing and shift into a state of receiving. And I think that I kind of started to touch on this earlier, but then I got sidetracked. So I'm going to say it now before I forget again. I'm stepping into a season of my life where less doing is required. And it's not necessarily about age. I mentioned my age because I think life experience has something to do with this seasonal shift, but I'm kind of starting to picture my life like one big yoga class. And if you're a yoga teacher or you're a yogi, you'll totally get this. When you go into a yoga class, you wouldn't just go in and do 90 minutes of power yoga with no child's pose, no warm up, no cool down, right? No hip openers. Like what would happen if you did 90 straight minutes of power yoga? You would be exhausted. Your energetic tank would be drained and you'd have nothing left to give. In life, if you're living life like one big power yoga class without any warm-up, cool-down, child's pose, or rests in between, you're setting yourself up for burnout and exhaustion. Being in a state of burnout and exhaustion is low vibe. And manifesting your desires is nearly impossible when you're in a low vibrational state. How do you know when it's time to scale back the doing? scale back the masculine energy and shift into a state of receiving or lean into your feminine energy. And I think for me, I recognize that that is when I'm feeling really low vibe. If I'm feeling like I'm caught in a hamster wheel of work or of comparing, 
if I notice that I'm taking action from a place of desperation or lack or scarcity or fear, when I feel like I'm just like grinding my gear shifts constantly, or if I feel like I'm energetically strangling my desires and I'm just like manically trying to do everything, that's the time to get still. That's the time to check in with yourself and get back into alignment. And you know, for as far as motivation or feeling unmotivated, I think that that's just another sign of like, your cup is empty. You can't pour from an empty cup. Again, that's not the only reason people lack motivation, but I'm just saying in regards to what we're talking about today, if you love what you're doing, but you're feeling unmotivated, I think that that's a sign that you need to give back to yourself. To really find your flow and align with your authentic power, you need both masculine or doing energy and feminine or receiving energy. The yin and the yang, the doing and the being. And I could really do a lot better job of incorporating both, if I'm going to be honest with you right now. My morning routine, which includes intuitive-based practices like pulling an oracle card, journaling, and meditating, has really been a game changer for me. But I need to do a little bit more. And this is a big shift to make. You know, when you have adopted a certain way of being for a really long time. It takes some energy and practice to make a shift. So for me, I feel like I'm just in this space of growing pains and I'm still having to learn some of the same lessons over and over again. For example, getting back from Palm Springs and being like, why am I still tired? What's wrong with me? It's like, well, you don't rest on a regular basis and your body's just tired. (laughs) You know, there's nothing wrong with you. You're tired and you need to rest and you need to set better boundaries. I want to talk about boundaries a little bit too. I feel like I'm all over the place, you know, but energy ebbs and flows and my level of doing needed for each day will ebb and flow too, right? Some days are for creating, producing, doing, and others are for filling up my own cup and shifting into a state of allowing and receiving and giving ourselves permission to be a little selfish. So when I talked about kind of shifting into a different season, I think the way that energy ebbs and flows and the level of doing required will ebb and flow, not just on a moment to moment basis, but on a day to day basis, month to month basis, year to year basis, right? The one constant in life is that everything is always changing. And this is why it's really important for us to adopt practices that encourage us to check in with ourselves, right? It's about being mindful. It's about being present and it's about being honest with how you're feeling and honoring how you're feeling can be challenging, right? Like if I have a plan that I'm going to be super productive and do a hundred things today, but how I'm feeling is really tired and I don't want to feel tired. It's challenging for me to honor that I'm actually just feeling tired. And that takes some work to let go of that narrative that I need to struggle each day and really just honor how I'm feeling instead. And I think the idea of being selfish can sometimes be a turnoff because oftentimes we think being selfish is a bad thing, right? Like I was raised not necessarily by my mom, but just in society and through different relationships that I had, I was raised to think that being a selfish person was being a bad person. And there's different layers of being selfish, right? Like I'm not talking about be selfish and not think about anyone else and be a shitty person, right? Like, you know the difference. I'm not talking about that kind of selfish, but I'm talking about getting comfortable with prioritizing what you need. Oftentimes we think being selfless humans means putting our needs last, right? Putting everyone else before us. That makes us a good person. But the reality is the most selfless thing that we can do is fill up our own cup, 
right? When we attempt to operate from an empty cup, we inadvertently limit our ability to show up for not just ourselves, but everyone else in our life, for the world around us. When we are energetically full and feel taken care of and supported and well-rested, We have so much more energy to give. And that's why I think when you find yourself in a place of feeling super drained, that is a red flag that you need to lean into your feminine energy, slow down and fill up your own cup. Feminine energy is fluid, abundant, rich, with plenty to generously share. But if your energetic cup is empty, not only are you going to feel drained and depleted, but you'll also have absolutely nothing to give, right? You will not be able to show up for anyone else in your life. Besides which, when you choose to stay in that empty space, right? When you keep pushing, when you keep stubbornly digging your heels into your masculine doing energy, when you really need to lean into your feminine energy, you're going to end up instinctively reaching for things and people outside of yourself to give you the soul nourishment that you really need right? That can look like attaching to relationships for fulfillment, validation, love, energy, or overindulging in food or overindulging in alcohol or whatever it might be, when really you could self-soothe by honoring what you need and listening to your body. For example, when I got home from Palm Springs and I was super tired, I'm not going to lie to you. I at first was like, I've got so much to do. I don't have time to rest. I was just resting for four days. I need to go, 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 go. I'm going to get a coffee, right? There's something, me reaching for caffeine to try to give me that soul nourishment. Coffee wasn't working. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a bagel, which look, getting a coffee and a bagel is fine. But I can see now clearly that what I really needed to do was sleep in a little and rest. But instead, I stubbornly clung to my plan of doing and being in my masculine energy. So I was reaching for all of the sugar, caffeine, carbs, energy drinks to try to get me going when what I really needed was to just give myself permission to rest more. We have to learn the difference between resting and quitting and resting and laziness. Resting when you need to and doing less when you need to is not quitting. You will intuitively know when you need to rest and do less. The resting is productive. Resting when you need to is not being lazy. There is a huge difference between procrastination and laziness and intuitively resting mindfully in an effort to cultivate harmonious balance. Life is like a yoga practice. It is a balance of holding on and letting go. It's a balance of yin and yang energies. Understand that there will be days that you are energized and ready to go, And then there will be days that you need to take a figurative child's pose. And both days are good. Having daily practices that keep you present is a wonderful way to stay in touch with what you need on a day-to-day basis. I also think that setting boundaries around work and creating space in your life for rest and play is super important. Okay, I feel like I've been all over the map in this app, so I feel like I need to wrap this up. But if you do find yourself in a similar position as I often do, which is this space of needing to be chronically busy and do all the time, I want to invite you to get curious about why and question the beliefs that you're holding on to about your worthiness, productivity, and needs. And actually, to end this chat, I just want to share quickly a little quote that my friend and teacher Nicole Shaka shared on her Instagram a while back. I actually had Nicole on the podcast. If you haven't listened to that episode already, definitely go and give that a listen. But she posted this quote and it was so good. I was like, whoa, I needed to hear that. The quote is actually from a guy named Jake Woodard. 
I hope I'm saying that correctly, but it says the need to be busy all the time is a way of avoiding the repressed pain you would feel if you slowed down. Your mind creates busyness and distractions to keep you trapped in the illusion. It is through the quieting of the mind and opening of the heart that we heal. All right, I'm sending you all my love. I hope you have an amazing week and I hope that if you got anything from today's episode, that it is to give yourself permission to rest and fill up your own cup. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast, so every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening, and I'll catch you next week.